Now, for the show that brings combat sports stories to life from the great state of Ohio, this is Forged in Ohio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 47 of Forged in Ohio. My name is Jake Murren, and I'm the host of the podcast. A quick reminder at the top of the episode that Forged in Ohio is now on YouTube as well. So if you're listening, that's perfect. But don't forget that you can now watch Forged in Ohio with video on YouTube. And I'd really appreciate if you head over there and just subscribe to the channel. It's completely free and helps me out a ton. Now, it's not every day that I welcome a fighter who has only one fight under their belt on the show, but this man is truly one of a kind. I have a feeling that there are a lot of layers to unpack with this heavyweight prospect, and I feel like I only know a fraction of this man's story, which is really exciting. Without further ado, let's bring him in. Let's bring in Emmanuel Hill Jr. Thanks for coming on the show, E-Man, and welcome to Forge in Ohio. Hey, man, I'm glad to be here. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Yeah, of course. So I feel like there are so many places to start, but let's kick this off <laughs> yeah. with your story, with your journey. I know you were a defensive tackle in the NFL. Walk me yeah. through your days of playing yeah. football and reaching that highest level. Man, yeah. I mean, football, man, it's been my life, man, since I was five. You know what I'm saying? You know, growing up uh Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, you know, playing little league football, and then you get to middle school, and then you get to high school, and then you get college, and then it's time to go pro. So yeah, man, my journey has been, it's hey, it's it's been crazy, bro. It's been crazy. You know, um, you know, growing up, uh, you know, I dealt with a lot of uh, being homeless. You know, bouncing from place to place. I'm talking about sleeping on people's floors, bro, and sleeping in a car. It's just it, the journey has been the journey has been crazy, but the journey has also been blessed. You know, so, but yeah, like my journey with football, man, like I said, I went to Lakota West High School, uh, played football there. Uh, then I went, I was a, Div- I was a Division One recruit. I was a D1 recruit, getting recruited by University of Tennessee, The Ohio State University, University of Toledo, just, just a bunch of D1 schools and uh, D2, D2 as well. So I ended up going JUCO uh, my freshman year in college. I went junior college at Grand Rapids Community College. Uh, I was there for a year and then I transferred out. Uh, and I ended up, uh, I was, I had signed to Ohio State. I was going to go there, but uh, due to my grades, man, and my, you know, my living situation, my grades were bad, like real bad, you know? So uh, I ended up getting that together, and then I ended up going to Toledo University. I was there with Coach Franklin for a year, and then I went Division two to a school called Midwestern, and uh, I was a two-time first-team All-American, dominated on the field at D-Tackle. Uh, I was All-American at D-Tackle, and I was All-American at fullback as well. And then uh, I started getting that just the NFL. They started seeing me, bro, and I started flying out to different teams, uh, working out for those guys like the Colts, the Colts, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Arizona Cardinals. Man, just a bunch of teams. I'm almost all 32 teams, not quite all 32, but almost uh, all 32 teams. And I was at the NFL Spring League. Uh, I was there. That was in uh, – that was in – I think it was Austin, Texas, and Los Angeles, uh, LA. Yeah, LA. I think it was. Uh, I think it was Texas and LA. I was. I had. The, they had invited me out to both of them. Bro, killed the game, bro. Mm. I'm talking about man. I had games where I had like two forced fumbles, like three sacks, bro. I was. I was eating, man. But I was eating against. I was eating against NFL caliber. Like these guys were already in the league. They had already played in the NFL, like offensive tackles and stuff. So, yeah, the journey been crazy. And then now, now it's MMA, bro. I want to talk about that transition here in a little yeah. bit, but can you imagine how life would have been much different if you ended up going to Ohio State and how that exactly. would have just changed everything in your backstory? It would have changed, 
Exactly, bro. Exactly. And you know what's crazy, bro? I'm I'm grateful for how my story is. You know, it's 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 like you got a lot of people, man. They you know they have that great all American story. Boom, 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 boom. Everything lines up for them. You know what I mean? But me, man, it's just been adversity after adversity. But I'm I'm still climbing, bro. How many years were you at that top level, like at the NFL? Did you sign with uh, teams? Did you see much on field action? What was that like? Yeah, well, uh, I was in I was in camp with a few teams. I was in camp with okay. a few teams. Yeah, and then I ended up getting hurt. Uh, it was two years ago. I was out there with uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, was out there for a workout. Was training, and, and I ended up tearing my whole, tore my whole calf muscle, bro. So that you know, I can't play. So it's like, all right, well, you can't play. What you gonna do? Right, you know what I'm saying? I'm injured, bro. I'm depressed. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I was depressed, bro. I was depressed, bro. I'm like, bro, what am I gonna do? And then, bro, God just blessed me, man. I mean, I mean, it's just, yeah, He just blessed me, and then now I'm here, bro. It's just a bunch, man. But I, I love the journey, though, man. The journey is, journey was amazing. Journey is amazing. So with your journey, you know, experiencing homelessness and having those injuries that kind of debunked your NFL career, so to say, yeah. is it yeah. safe to say that the worst days are behind you now? Oh, yeah, the worst days are behind me, bro. The worst days are behind me, man. It's just, it's nothing but better days ahead of me, brother. So that's, and, 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 and that's why I'm so excited right now. Yeah. In your Instagram bio, it still says NFL free agent. Are you still open to a career in football or is it MMA and MMA only now? You know what, bro? I was just talking to my uncle about this, bro, a couple (laughs) days ago, bro. And we were having a conversation on like, yo, like, say, you know, your agent do call you for football and say, hey, this team want to fly you out. And, uh, you know, they want to see they want to see what you got. They want to see if you're healthy. Don't get me wrong, bro. I'm still I'm I'm still going to go do that. Just because, bro, it's football, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I want to be a guy. I want to be like, I want to be like the first guy, bro, that's that's played in the NFL or is currently playing in the NFL and is currently an MMA fighter on his way to the UFC. So I, I want, I want to be different, bro. You know what I'm saying? But if 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 the if the journey ends with MMA, I'm grateful for that for sure. So where did MMA come into your journey? You leave the Cardinals due to injury. Where did your journey in mixed martial arts start? Man, you know what's crazy, bro? I was training in Tampa, Florida, bro. Uh, I actually lived in Tampa for three years. So I was training down in Tampa, Florida, football-wise. And uh, I ended up, bro, I ended up uh, running to this team or this, uh, the gym called GTS, Gracie Tampa South, which is, which is one of my home gyms too, right? So I ended up running to GTS, bro. I literally called them. I was on the website, bro, because I was just I was like, yo, I really want to fight, you know what I'm saying? And I was uh, I was looking at the website, and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna give him a call. I'm just I'm just gonna reach out to see what happens, right, bro? I reached out to uh, Coach Madaroya over there, former UFC uh, veteran. Um, I reached out to him. He called me the next day, bro. And bro, I'm talking about we had a whole we had a great conversation for like an hour, bro. And you know, he was like, man, tell me about you, bro. So you know, I told him about me, my journey, football, and you know, how I'm transitioning to MMA now. And, bro, he didn't even – he never seen me. He never seen me throw a punch. He never seen me throw a kick. He never seen me get a takedown. None of those things. He was like, man, he said, come on. I wanna, I, so, I wanna, I, the next day I went to go meet him at the gym. He looked me up and down. was like, yeah. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go. So, yeah, man, GTS, bro, Gracie Sample South is where it all started for me, bro. And how difficult of a transition was that from football to MMA? I know you're a great athlete, but I'm sure yeah. it had some some challenging processes through that. You know what? Um, to be honest with you, bro, 
I had some difficulties, but to be real with you, man, it's, it's been kind of easy, bro. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm saying it as, as, I'm saying it as a humble person, as a humble man. But I'm saying it's been easy, bro, because in football, I tackle. I'm a D tackle. All I do is go get the quarterback. All I do is go get the running back, and I'm going against 310, 15, 20 pound offensive linemen. So when I'm going to get, when I'm, when I, when I want to shoot for a takedown. And I get it every time because, bro, I'm used to talk. I know, I know it's not the tradition. It's not, it's not the traditional wrestling or, you know, grappling. But, bro, when I get my hands on it, it's over, bro. I'm going to the ground. So it's been pretty easy, man. Been pretty easy, bro. Yeah. I'm loving it though. Yeah. I can see the similarities between tackling in the NFL and takedowns and wrestling in, M- in MMA. But yes, what about sir. striking though? It's not like you're throwing punches in NFL games. That's true. That's true, man. No, you know what's crazy, bro? Like, um, like I was telling you, where I grew up in Cincinnati, bro. I had to like I grew up in the hood in the trenches. So I had to fight every day, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you walk into the store, you're going to school, and you know, people want to test you to try you. They just think, oh. Hey, I'm a bully, man. Let me go try this person. And, bro, every time they try me, I, I always throw these, bro. So it's just always been in me to be a fighter, bro, since I was a kid, man, because that's what I had to do, especially with the area I grew up in. So with my striking, man, it was just it was just kind of like there, you know. But I, you know what's crazy, bro? I do a lot of studying, though. I study, study, study. And I'm bringing a study game. I'm bringing how I study for football and film. I'm bringing it to the MMA community, bro. So I'm able to say, okay, okay, he got flaunts here, or he 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 does this at this time, or so. Yeah, my study game is just different. So we're striking. Uh, yeah, bro, it was just there, but it's more improved now. You know, with Matteroy and then, but I, my head coach Matt Brown, uh, UFC legend, and you know Mark Coleman. I got those guys right now. I mean, that's on my team. They're my head coaches, so they're getting my striking together. Yeah, we've seen guys in the NFL make the transition to MMA before. But what's yeah. harder, playing in the NFL or competing in MMA? I have to imagine it's MMA, right? You know what's crazy, bro? It's MMA. Yeah. And the reason I say the reason I say MMA is because, bro, it's it's me and that guy in that octagon with that with that cage closed one on one. I don't have no teammate. I don't have my. I can't look to my quarterback and be like, all right, bro, what I'm supposed to do? I can't look to my coaches. I mean, I can look to my coaches, but you know what I mean, like. I was like, okay, bro, this is an individual sport, bro. And if I go out here and my mind is not right, bro, he going to sleep me in front of everybody. And then I'm going to be a meme. And then I'm going to have to wake up in the morning. And I'm about to see all the videos of me being slept. So, yeah, bro, it's harder MMA, bro, for sure. What ended up bringing you back to Ohio from Gracie Tampa South, from GTS, to where you are now at Immortal Martial Arts Center? So what brought me back uh, to Ohio, bro, is, uh, man, my, my, my living, like, I'm just being real with you, my living situation at the time out there in Tampa, man, it wasn't, you know, it, was, it wasn't the best. You know, I was in a four-year relationship. You know how that go. You know what I'm saying? So everything, it was just my living situation wasn't, wasn't good there. And then uh, my uncle, uh, my uncle uh, Cornelius Hill, he brought me back here to Ohio to work on me as a person. You know, uh, my spirit, man, I'm a man of God. So, uh, you know, just being back here, being on my word, uh, really, really like trying to become that real true man of God. And then, uh, but I I had trained at Immortal probably like a, uh, I want to say two years ago, right? I was at Immortal Martial Arts. I just, I just went for a little free trial, bro. Kid you not. Went for a free trial there at Immortal. And uh, that's when I met Miles Robertson, my teammate. You know, my boy Josh, uh, Joshua, that's my teammate as well. Uh, shout out to those guys. They're undefeated pros right now. So, Absolutely. you know, my brothers. 
Yes, sir. And then, um, yeah, man, uh, at the time when I was there, I never got to, I never met Coach Matt, bro. I've never, I, I've never met Matt Brown the last time I was there just for the, I don't think he was there that week I had the free trial. So, bro, kid you not, man, got back here to Ohio. And I'm, I might be all over the place. I apologize, y'all. But God, it's, 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 the story is just, it's a lot. So got back here to Ohio. I went back to Immortal. And, bro, since I've been back, bro, we just, it's been nonstop work, man. Got a chance. First time meeting Mark Coleman uh, was uh, earlier this year. And that was my first time meeting Matt Brown this year. Changed my life, bro. Immortal has, bro, I kid you not, Immortal has changed my life, changed my game. And it's just it's it's the relationship that I have over there with my with my coaches and teammates is amazing, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. What's it like training with those guys at Immortal and learning from some incredible vets like Matt Brown, like Mark Coleman? Bro, it's amazing, man. The uh the atmosphere at Immortal Martial Arts is always is always good, bro. Uh everybody is for everybody. There's no jealousy. You know, you got gyms out there, bro. They can I didn't I didn't train at a lot of a few gyms around the world, MMA lab, all these type of gyms, bro. And Immortal is just different, bro. It's it's it's, it's truly a brotherhood. It's truly a brotherhood. And don't get me wrong, we got my sisters in there too, that's fighters, you know. But uh, it's 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 a great team, man. It's a great team. And Matt Brown, bro. Let me tell you, let me tell you this real quick, bro. My first time ever sparring with Matt Brown, bro. He hit me so hard, bro. It felt like, bro, Matt Brown. People might, oh man, no, you 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 over exaggerating. Matt, the Immortal Brown, has heavyweight power, bro. Like, yes, bro. Mm -hmm. A one, well, he don't walk around at one seventy. He's probably like two something, two hundred five maybe or two hundred. But bro, he hits like a heavyweight, bro. And I'm not gonna lie, he bro, he rocked me, bro. And it just, it it, it was my ear was just like, Wee! and it really made me be like, yo, it's a whole different level to this game. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I I can get away with my athleticism, you know what I'm saying? I can move, I can I can punch, I can you know I can do all those things, but going against Matt Brown, bro, it it, it has actually made me a better fighter, bro. It's actually made me. It, it, I'm I'm more I'm more I'm more alert. I'm not just oh let me shoot or let me let me throw this. No, I'm thinking he. You can't when you when you got a guy like Matt Brown in front of you, bro. You got to come in there with a game plan. So he yeah he's definitely grew my grew my game a lot, man. And Coach Mark Coleman as well, man. Especially with the with the grappling, bro, I'm talking about, bro, last week me and Coach Cullen was just working on something that's going to change the game of grappling, bro. This is the first UFC heavyweight champion of the world, bro. Mm -hmm. The inventor of the ground and pound, and this guy is my coach, and I got Matt Brown as my coach, bro. I'm humble, bro. God is good, bro. I'm humble. Yeah, and I think the power of Matt Brown shows when he's in the cage, right? I mean, you just recently held that UFC knockout record. Unfortunately, yeah. Derek Lewis just passed him again for that. But, I mean, you're in there with him. You're sparring with yeah. him. Has he shown you any of those uh, Matt Brown signature elbows yet or not oh, yet? Oh, my God. Man, hey, bro, he almost caught me with a signature Matt elbow. <laughs> but, I, bro, I got out the way of it. But he did catch me with a – he caught me with a spinning back fist one time. And, it, hey, I felt it, bro. It was real. And what's that intensity like when you're going in there with Mark the Hammer Coleman? I'm sure that there's some there's something different when he's in there and you're going with him. To be honest with you, man, Coach Coleman is a he's a he's a he's an amazing guy. He's a great guy, but he's a serious guy, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's like, hey, let's do this. Okay, all right, you just did that. Get on the bike. All right, you just got done with the bike. Get back in the cage and do three more rounds. Okay, you just did three more rounds. Get over here and hit the bag. Like. 
Coach Cronin has me moving, bro. Like from this station to this station to this station and this, bro. It's literally getting my conditioning and my cardio great. But yeah, bro. He, hey, oh man, I gotta tell you this. So, like I said, I'll be grappling over Coach. Dick. He's 58 years old, y'all. Remember this. Mark Coleman is 58 years old, I believe. But bro, this dude is the strongest human being I've ever had to grapple, bro. I mean, bro, to beat, and I'm not saying 58 is old, but he's an older man, bro. I could only imagine how strong he was when he was 29, 33, you know what I'm saying? Like, around those eight, bro, unbelievable strength, man. The strongest man I've ever grappled with is Mark Comey, y'all. He still got it. I don't care what nobody said. He still got it. Yeah, and he's got a celebrity boxing match on November 4th against Montel Griffin. Do you think yeah, the yeah. hammer gets it done in his return to competition? Oh, of course. Of course, man. Yeah, I think I think Coach Coleman gets it done, man. I, you know what's crazy? I think he gets it done pretty early, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, I know it's not an MMA fight, but just the pressure that Mark Coleman brings on you when he, you know, in boxing, it's overwhelming. Like you, you know, MMA, we can stick and move, we can, we can get up out of there. And you can do that in boxing too, but we can kick, we can take him down. Nah, he coming, bro. I think for sure. I think in November fourth for Tampa, Florida, he gonna, yeah, he gonna, he gonna, he gonna get that knockout, man. And Mark Coleman is gonna be back. Yeah. Yes, sir. I would love to see it, man. Talking to Emmanuel E. Manhill Jr. on Forged in Ohio. Given your history of playing football, do you think you're one of the most athletic heavyweights out there? Man, I do. I honestly do believe I am, brother. Like, you know, I know a lot of people might say that, oh, I'm different. Oh, I'm different. I'm different, bro. You know, I, it's, it's, and I say that humbly, you know, uh, I feel like I'm a, I'm one of the most athletic heavyweights if not these more i mean but i know i gotta go out there and prove it you know i know i gotta go out there and prove it but i will definitely will and what aspect of mma would you say you're most skilled in is it the athleticism or is it maybe something else like the wrestling with the experience in the nfl what would you say um i would say it is my athleticism bro because i could do it all bro. i could do a lot you know people look at heavyweights and they be like man he can't do this spinning back kick or he can't he can't throw this he can't he can't throw a flying knee bro I can move, bro, and I can I, I can do all those things. So, but I would say that uh, it would have to probably be, you know, yeah, my grappling, my striking. Just I'm, I think I'm very balanced. Now my jujitsu, my jujitsu is good. It's not great, you know. I'm I'm still a I'm still a student at the game. You know what I'm saying? So, I just know once I get my, but I'm strong. So once I get my jujitsu down and, but my striking and grappling, bro, yo, yeah, that, that, that those are my specialties, man, for sure. Let's go over your amateur debut on October 8th, 2022. It counts as a loss yeah. in the third round, but yeah. I understand yeah. there's more to it than that, right? Exactly, bro. Exactly. And uh, I'm going to let you know right now, and everybody that's watching this, man, I dominated that guy all three rounds. The film shows it. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the film or not, but I got film of the fight, you know what I'm saying? But I dominated him all three rounds, took him down first round, um, you know, dominated, dominated him on. And you know what's crazy, bro? I'm going to be honest with you. No excuses at all. No excuses at all. No excuses. But, bro, I had a, I don't want to say I had a bad weight cut, but I was dropping from 315 to 265, bro. You remember, I'm, I'm, I'm a D-tackle. I'm still playing football, so I had to drop all of that weight. So, I I mean, my body felt great during the shakeout in the morning of the fight. And when I got there, but, bro, once, I, once, once the ref said, Let's go. I was not. I wasn't nervous. I walked out, bro. I was great. I'm, I'm about to go in here and dominate this dude, bro. Man, my orange felt like bricks, bro. Kids, you not orange felt like bricks, but I had to overcome that. So first round, took him down. 
dominated him second round, took him down, dominated him third round, took him down again. You know, I just dominated the whole fight. But what, bro, 60 seconds to go on the clock. I'm on top of him. I'm going for a certain a certain choke that I get in jiu-jitsu. Now I'm dominating. I'm on the, I'm on top of him. He's not doing nothing to me. And I crawl my hand back behind his head. And I went when I went to go squeeze, bro. I tore my whole pectoral muscle right here that was close to my heart, man. And it kids you not, it felt like I was having a heart attack in the ring or in the octagon. And I'm like, Lord, I know you're not about to take me in front of all these people. You know what I'm saying? Like it, bro, I, and then on, on top of me being tired. It felt like I was having a heart attack, but yeah, man, I had a, I had a major injury that I caused myself in the third round. So the doctor came in and couldn't finish it, bro. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good. It's all good. Film don't lie, but it's say on one right now. But you know, everybody know the truth. But I'm coming to do it, do it, do it in October for sure. And how long were you out with that torn pack injury? Oh man, it took me like maybe three and a half months. Oh. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to say that. Uh, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. I started training again a little bit after that. It probably, I kid you not, bro. It healed pretty quick. Probably like two two months, maybe. Two and a half. You know, something like that. Yeah, that's not too too long of a recovery with that type right. of injury. But yeah. in that moment when the injury happens and you have the feeling that you do in the cage and with everything that you've gone through in life and everything we just talked about, did you ever really yes. question why me, why now, why this moment? I did, bro. I, I I truly did, man. I was like, bro, I can't believe this is happening right now, man. All the hard work I done put in to, to make this transition to MMA. And, bro, I lived in the gym every day uh, leading up to that fight, bro. Uh, and, you know, my teammates could tell you that. But, yeah, I was like, why me? You know, I ain't going to lie, bro. I was, I was I, it, you know, it's crazy. I, I was upset, but I was more embarrassed, bro, because I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't get up off this canvas. I'm, I'm hurting. I was more, I was more upset with myself, bro. Cause I, I'm gonna be real with you. With 60 seconds to go, I, I'm, I'm just being real, and I, and I'm a real man. I gotta be real. I should have got up. I should have, you know, uh, straddled the fence a little bit. Did whatever I needed to do to get to that zero on the third quarter and get my hand officially raised in that fight. So yeah, bro. Yeah, I was like, why me, man? But it's all good. It's all good. And are you a competitor, an athlete that struggles when you are on the mend and don't necessarily have anything scheduled to work toward? I do. I do. I'm not going to lie, bro. I do. And I get, I get bored really easy, man. So I gotta, I, I, I gotta, it gotta be, all right, we fighting this day or, you know, we're going to be training. Like we're going to be in camp going crazy like this. So yeah, if I'm not doing something, then I definitely get bored for sure. Were you worried that the fight would be your first and last in MMA, or were you immediately determined to make the recovery oh, no. and get back in there? Oh yeah, no, nah, I was like, oh no, nah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm bouncing right back. <laughs> yeah, like bro, I'm on the ground and they got, I'm, I'm they, they came in, uh, the doc put me on the stretcher, man. He's feeling, you know, checking everything. As I'm going to my, the, the opponent, the kid you not, bro, the opponent came to the back where I was at, and he literally came and gave me a hug and was like, bro. He said, I've never in my life faced nobody like you, bro. Like He said, bro, you special, bro. He said, get healthy. And I was like, all right, man, I appreciate you, bro. Even, I'm mad at the moment, but I'm like, I appreciate you, brother. You know, that means a lot to me, man. But no, nah, I knew it. I knew I was going to bounce back. And I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm heavyweights, bro. They, they, yeah, they got to worry. Does it worry you that something like that, like that freak injury might happen again in the future? Or do you not let your mind go to that place? 
Nah, bro. I don't even think about it. I'm gonna be honest. I don't even think about it, man. Injury come, injuries come and they go, bro. You know, and if I'm if I'm in there like, yo, I don't want to get hurt again, then I'm gonna get slept. You know what I'm saying? So I can't even think like that. I gotta be like, yo, I'm man, I'm healthy. I'm I do this. I've been doing this for a little minute now. Nah, yeah. And it, and, and it, bro, and my family, my mom, my mom and my siblings were up here, bro. They up here, so it's like I'm fighting. I got it's a reason why I'm fighting, brother. You said how you took him down in every round and dominated. Were you at least encouraged by the performance prior to the injury in terms of oh. what you can actually go in there and do in oh, the cage? Yes. Oh yes, sir. Oh man, it, it, I literally, it, it, I literally checked everything off off my board. I'm like striking, check, takedowns, check, grappling, check, holding, keeping him down. He couldn't get up, check. The way I took him down, bro, and then and I think it was the second, no, it was the third round in that fight. It's on film. It's on the video. I got it on YouTube, bro. I did a foot. I had, I had like a football tackle on him, bro. Like, cause he he okay. He he came out the third quarter. He ran at me, so he ran. I'm like, hold on, is he running? So he was running, bro. I just I just changed levels, bro. I just changed levels, bro. That's what I do in football, and I I, I tackled him. So yeah, yeah, definitely, bro. I I knew it. I was like, yeah, I got it. And then my didn't. Everybody hit me up, Instagram, text messages, teammates. I'm talking about guys in the UFC. Like, bruh, you're going to be here soon. You got it, bro. You're next. By the way, I love how you refer to the rounds as quarters in your head, knowing your football experience. <laughs> I think that's so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's real. That's real, man. Football still let me, so yeah. yeah. So how far have you taken your game since your debut? You already looked impressive, but I'm sure you've added a lot of tools to the toolbox since then and sharpened some ones that were potentially already there. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely, man. Uh, you know, my striking uh, is definitely at another level now. My grappling, my wrestling, uh, jiu-jitsu, just everything. My kicks, bro. I'm, 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 bringing, the, I'm bringing the kicks into the heavyweight division. I mean, it, well, of course we got them in the heavyweight division, but yeah, I'm I, I really want to break somebody's leg, bro. Like that's what I'm. That's how I'm thinking. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, a lot. A lot has been added to my game, man. But you know, my if, if I could say, what's what's my weapon? What's my strong suit, bro? I think I, I'm gonna be real with you, brother. And I'm not saying I say this, uh, you know, as a humble man, man. I got the best jab in the game, bro. The best jab, bro. The best jab in the game, bro. At least I feel like I got the best jab in the game. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm definitely that's like I set everything up off my jab, really, bro. So yeah, I feel like I got the best jab in all of MMA, bro. Kids not. Kids not, bro. Once again, this is Emmanuel Eman Hill Jr. with us on Forged in Ohio. And that jab will be on full display October twenty eighth, right? That's the big day, your second fight, your return to competition. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I return to competition October twenty eighth. Is it gonna be in New Jersey? Uh, yep, New Jersey. I think it's East Rutherford, October twenty eighth. Uh, and I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Matt Brown and uh, Mark Coleman in my corner, bro. So I'm excited about that. And then after this, after this fight, it's already been uh, they already then said and talked about it, my team and whatnot. After this fight, we'll be making our pro debut in January. In January, so you want to get one more in 2023, yeah. and then right as 2024 starts, January, get that pro debut done. Right back at it, get that pro debut done, and and get the going, bro. You know I'm a heavyweight, so. And you know, you know what the word on the street is in the MMA community, bro. Dana White needs heavyweights, bro. You know Always what I'm saying? Does. So it's like, hey, let's get this, let's get this train moving so we can do what we need to do. And uh, either get to that contender series or, you know, get a get a late notice fight. But yeah, we on the way, bro. 
Do you have an opponent for your fight on October 28th yet? Uh, I did. I had an opponent. That, I had an opponent like two weeks ago, but he dropped out. Mm. So uh, I just got off. I had talked to the uh, to the promotion guy uh, a couple of days ago. He's finding me a new guy now. But I don't, man, I don't care who they get me. I'm ready, bro. You know what I'm saying? He could be, he could be whatever they say he is. I'm gonna come in there. I'm gonna go in there and dominate for sure. Are you worried that they might not be able to find you an opponent and people are gonna say no, or do you feel pretty man, confident? You know you'll be what? Fine? You know what? I am. I am. But I'm praying that um, somebody step up and take this fight, bro. You know. So yeah, it ought to work out. And the fight is out of state. Why is the fight not in Ohio? Uh, well, the fight is in New Jersey because uh, well, with this promotion. I think him and him and my head, him and uh, Matt Brown, they're, they're pretty close or cool. So they're actually doing. It's going to be like um, it's going to be like a team thing, bro. So Team Ohio versus Team New Jersey. Yeah, that's it. Where they're going to yeah, they're going to have fights at every weight class, you know. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be dope, bro. And then we actually the new the team New Jersey they have they they have a legendary MMA coach that's supposed to be coaching them, and uh, this guy has like. A bunch of guys in the UFC that he trains, so they might they supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, this is Forge in Ohio. I'm all about Ohio pride. Just Ohio yes, against the world. I know that's a very common phrase. Exactly. You guys got to go exactly. in there, do your job, protect the state, right? Man, you know it, bro. Ohio, we coming out with that victory bro, for <laughs> sure. Yes, sir. So, how excited are you to get in there on October 28th? Do you wish it was sooner? Do you wish it was next weekend? I'm not gonna lie, man. I wish it was next weekend, bro. But you know what? I'm, ex- you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm happy about the time. You know, I got like seven more weeks of camp left, so that's just time for me to just keep improving my game, man. Keep getting in great shape, and you know, uh, come October 28th, man, get my hand raised, bro. Do you feel like you have to prove what you have to offer in MMA to the world in this fight? I do. I do. I, I I definitely do, bro. You know, because of coming from my background and my background, what I've come from, I definitely feel like this is the fight for me to prove uh, why I belong, you know, uh, in this in this sport and in this MMA world, for sure, for sure. And I will. And I definitely will. Yeah. And since that record is 0-1, do you carry any extra weight on your shoulders to make sure that becomes 1-1 and and not 0-2? Oh, of course. No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't okay. because I know... I just know, bro, I'm different, man. So this guy going to have to, he going to have to really bring it. But if he win, I don't care if he do, bro. When he do bring it, I'm still going to do me, bro. And we're going to be, we're going to get that one-on-one and then it's time to go pro. Sounds like there's no doubt in your mind that you become one-on-one, right? Yes, sir, for sure. Do you have, uh, I know it's kind of hard without knowing your opponent, but do you have a prediction? Do you have an envision of how this fight's going to go down on the 28th of October? You know what, man? I've been I've been training hard, you know, so I'm just going to let that nah. I'm just going to let that play out how it plays out. But you know, we just we going to get the victory though, bro. You know, I've been working, man. I've been working, bro. So I'm I'm ready. Of course. Well, I got one more for you, man. If yeah. all other heavyweights on the amateur scene were listening or watching this episode, what would you tell them? What's your message for other heavyweights out there knowing that you're returning to the cage next month? Man, my message to those guys is, man, hey, much respect to you boys. You know, I pray I pray nothing but great success in your career and in your life. But, uh, yeah, when y'all see me, brother, just know I'm getting that W, man. Yeah, I'm different. So y'all boys better be ready, man. But like I said, much respect to those guys. I love it, man. Before we wrap up, anything you want to shout out, whether it be social media handles, sponsors, things going on at the gym, the floor is yours. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. I, I want to give a shout-out to uh, No Judges Needed. 
Uh, that's one of my sponsors, uh, Media City. Uh, they're one of my sponsors as well. And then, uh, yeah, man, uh, shout out to uh, the Immortal uh, Martial Arts, man. My head coach, Matt Brown, uh, Mark Coleman, my teammates, man. Love you guys. And, uh, yeah, shout out. Shout out to them all. GTS, everybody, you know. Everybody along the journey, man, definitely. And shout out to my mama. I love you. <laughs> well, thanks again, E-Man, for joining me on the show. I appreciate the support you've shown at Two Forge in Ohio on social media. And this is definitely one of the more fun conversations to take place here on the show. I do have to ask for one more thing before I let you go. Nats, yes, help me out with the OHIO chant because at the end of the day, this is yes, Forge in Ohio. So, OHIO! <laughs> Thanks, you, man. Thanks again for coming yes, on. I'm looking forward to big things ahead for you starting on October 28th, and yes, I'd be brother. more than happy to have you uh, on the show again in the future, man. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. That was Emmanuel Eman Hill Jr., the 0-1 amateur mixed martial artist. But let's be honest, the record doesn't reflect the fighter that he is. An injury caused that loss in his debut. And I know he's expecting big things when he steps back into the octagon on October 28th. And I have to say, that was one of the best backstories that's been told on Forged in Ohio. That was truly fascinating stuff, and I'm sure it was well worth your time, whether you're listening or watching. As always, I ask that you follow at Forged in Ohio on both Instagram and Facebook. And even if you're on the audio side, I love for you to head over to YouTube and subscribe to the Forged in Ohio channel. I'm really excited about bringing video to the show. And I think I've proven over the past few weeks that there's truly never been a better time to be a fan of Forged in Ohio. Thank you all for watching or tuning in. I've been your host, Jake Marin, and this was Forged in Ohio.